are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. Well, there you go, guys. You heard it. Sex equals death. Welcome to the show. My name is Daniel. I am the host of the show, Horror Movie Virgins. The show, we discuss everything horror, sci-fi, thrillers, everything that has to do with those spooky movies we all love to watch. Um, on this show, I discuss movies that are coming out, movies from the past that I love, and I also bring in special guests where we take people who haven't seen movies that I love, and I get to expose them to these movies. And then from there, we get to get their takes on it. Um, we do a little before and after on some of these movies where we will discuss a certain movie a little bit before, especially if it's a franchise, we'll give opinions beforehand and then right after, go see the movie, go watch the movie, come right back into the room and discuss the movie, what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like. And it seems like it's going to be a blast. There's a lot of people I know that cannot stand horror movies or thrillers or anything gory. Like, you put them in a movie, they're going to be jumping and screaming. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great experience for me. And then getting to bring them out here and letting you guys listen to them and get their opinions. It's going to be a good time. A little bit about myself here. I loved horror movies since I was younger. There was a period when, for some reason, I was having really bad night terrors as a child. My parents told me all these awful stories about it, which is kind of cool. Uh, as a parent, I would hate it. But kind of cool that I was like living my own horror movie, I guess, where I would have these terrible night terrors. And it was all because of these horror movies I loved watching. Um, like one of the big ones was like, I would say, oh man, American Werewolf in London. For some reason, that movie gave me nightmares. And I had like the worst night terrors, apparently, my parents would tell me. Uh, they couldn't get me to sleep. Another one was Dog Soldiers. For some reason, werewolves did it for me for a little bit, I guess. Um... And growing up, like, I was terrified of these movies, but I would love to watch them. And then eventually, I warmed up to being able to watch them without having night terrors. Became obsessed with horror. Um, fell in love with mostly the classics when I was younger. Um, in high school, fell in love with black and white movies. I loved the idea of seeing these movies and thinking, wow, like, this really scared the shit out of people the way modern horror scares the shit out of us. Like, this is what they found scary. And I loved it. I was like, wow, this is not scary. This is like an actual good story. Uh, fell in love with Vincent Price. He is my total man crush. I think he's a great actor. Um, pretty much only did horror. Uh, he did a ton of my favorite, favorite horror movies that were classics like The Bat, House on Haunted Hill, The Last Man on Earth. All of these that have been recreated pretty much too. Uh, I love, love, love Vincent Price. Uh, he's my idol. <laughs> but yeah, love the classics. Of course, all the universal horror like Visible Man, The Mummy, Frankenstein, Werewolf, Dracula. Those are all really great too. Great storylines. Never gets old. Um, Psycho. Love Psycho. On October 1st, I have this tradition where I watch Psycho and been pretty good at keeping it strong. This was the first year that I did not do that since high school. I did not watch Psycho. And then, of course, on Halloween, as I get older and I hand out candy, uh, I sit at home and watch Trick or Treat. Or, 
if I'm not handing out candy, I just make sure I watch that movie on the day of Halloween. If you haven't seen it, it's a great Halloween movie. Uh, highly recommended. That's one of the movies we'll be discussing on this show soon. I, I've met someone recently, and um, he has not seen it. And I don't think his wife has either, and I work with her. So I'm hoping that soon, uh, maybe we'll have a Halloween episode, and we'll sit and watch it. And um, that'd be dope. Sit and watch it, get their opinions. He's super opinionated on horror movies. Uh, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of stuff, but I think that's what's going to make this great is my opinion on shows and movies and even short films are going to be different than everyone I interview. I have some friends that are thinking the same way I do about horror, and it's going to be great because we're going to be able to discuss things, and I know uh, there are going to be those, too, that disagree, and that's going to be great. This being the first episode, of course, though, things are going to be a little rough in the beginning. Just bear with us as... The team grows as I figure out where we're going, how I'm going to run this podcast. Um, I'm super excited. I am so stoked to get this thing up and running. It's just going to be all about growth from here. Um, just bear with us. I know we've got some interesting things coming. I know I want to do an episode for the new Halloween movie that just came out. Uh, my wife, I know... Uh, I was always struggled with uh, Michael Myers, and so I'm excited to get her take on the whole franchise and then make her sit through it. It's going to be great, and then talk about it after, see what she thinks. I'm hoping, too, that in the future I can get a co-host or maybe a couple people that will be regulars. Of course, my wife, the fact that she lives here, and she's one of the people I know that are not a big horror fan, that... A lot of the movies that I'm going to put her through will be her first time. So it's going to be great to be sitting on the couch and I could be like, hey, let's watch this. She's like, I've never seen it before. I'll be like, okay, cool. Let's go do some first thoughts on it on the podcast and then we'll watch it and then we'll see what you think after. It's just going to be great. There's going to be a lot of content coming out, I hope, pretty quick. Uh, hopefully not too quick. I know there's also movies that are coming out I really want to see like Antlers by Guillermo del Toro. Um love his movies i love the orphanage if you haven't seen that that is a really good ghost story um super sad but super good um pan's labyrinth isn't super horror it's more like a fantasy but love that movie it is great I, I i can't i can't say any bad thing about those two movies uh they're just great um so for today's episode i think I'm going to do Candyman. Um, I have seen the first one, and I know I've seen the second one. I just It's just not memorable to me. I just, I loved them, but not enough that, like, they're rewatchable. They're not rewatchable movies to me, in my opinion. Um, they were pretty good. I love Tony Tony Todd, I think is his name, the guy that plays Candyman. He's another good horror movie actor. Does He does more than just horror, but whenever I'm skimming through horror movies, I'm like, oh, he's in it, like, might as well check it out. You know, like, we all have those actors, like, for movies, like, everyone... Like, we'll see a movie just because their favorite actor's in it, you know? Or they're like, oh, they kick ass and whatever, I'm going to watch it. And he's definitely one of the ones that, like, if it's a horror movie, even, like, a lot of the B-rated horror movies, like, they'll throw him in there. And I'm just going to watch it just because, you know, he's in it and he kicks ass. He's a, he's a pretty, he can be a very creepy and scary dude, that's for sure. Uh, and that's what I know with the original Candyman movies, they've always stuck out to me was him, like, in his voice. Like, oh, man. It, it, like, what does he say? Like, be my victim or some shit? Oh, man. He just kills it. He's a good, look. I don't know. Like I said, superhero spooky voice. He, he's a good, he does a good job in the horror realm. Um, so I know some of my friends had told me that I need to watch the new one, that it's more 
aimed towards like the time that we're in. So I'm going to check it out. I'm probably going to go watch that right now. Um, come back and talk about it. Um, the original one really liked. I didn't like that all the kill scenes were like off camera though. I felt uh, there's like what I think the only people you see Candyman actually dispatch are the doctor and I'm pretty sure the wife kills the husband at the end if I'm not mistaken. I don't even think Candyman does it. And I think that's all we see. Yeah, that's all we see him kill. Everything else is off screen. Um, it's supposed to be like that the wife's doing it or whatever. But yeah, that's that's yeah. But it's really good. You know, it's pretty morbid too. Good story. Uh, old black guy that was post Civil War falls in love with this plantation owner's daughter. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm butchering the story, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I think like he's supposed to paint her. He's like comes from a wealthy family. He's supposed to paint this girl ends up falling in love with her and then she gets pregnant and so the guy the father of the white lady pays some goons to like kill him they cut his hand off and then cover him in honey and it gets like stung to death by bees and i think they burn his body i'm pretty sure that's the story and if you say his name five times in a mirror just like you know the whole bloody mary thing they come out or he comes out and he kills you and other people around you i guess so yeah I'm super stoked to see the new one. Um, didn't see it in theaters with COVID going on. It was super hard. I live in a place where you can go to the theater and see movies, but the thing is, it's that like everything's coming out, so you don't you have a limited amount of time to see these movies, and pricing too, like on everything, has gone through the roof. So I'm just like, well, I just spent the last year watching everything at home. Why am I going to spend double what I can spend to see it at home for me and my wife to go sit in a theater where I can't pause it to go take a pee break or if I want to go get up and get a beer or get a snack? Like, I, like, I don't know. The movie theater doesn't seem as appealing to me as it used to. I definitely want to see Dune. I saw it on HBO Max. Uh, I know it's not horror, but it's sci-fi, I guess. Loved it. I... As I was watching it, I literally was like, to my wife, I'm like, I wish we were seeing this in IMAX. And I'm such a fan that I might still pay to go see it, just to give them some more support. Uh, it seems like it's going to be a really good project, these Dune movies. And it just seems good. I know Antlers, I'm going to probably want to see that in theaters, because that's going to be scary. Uh, the new Halloween movie, I'm probably going to watch at home. Um, don't want to say too much about it. I have opinions that I want to talk about. Um, but I'm going to wait to do that in an episode where I can bring my wife in to talk about it because she, like I said, she has a history with not liking Michael Myers or it's just, it's a lot to go into. It's going to be a great episode, but yeah, just like I said, guys, bear with me as I learn this process and learn podcasting. This is going to be a lot of fun and I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do. I'm going to watch the new Candyman here in a second. Just came out this year in 2021. I don't know what to expect. I heard I was going to like it, so we'll see what happens. But, man, this is going to be exciting. Uh, like I said, not a huge fan of the originals. Uh, liked it, but even the second one, not memorable. I, I know I've seen it. I just don't remember. I don't remember jack shit about it. The uh, first one, uh, I just saw it recently again because it was just on, like, a streaming service or some shit. I forgot. Or somebody rented it. Um, but I watched it recently, and brought back like oh yeah i remember oh yeah i remember but again not a movie that i'll watch over and over again versus like some of these horror movies like 
like 28 days later and 28 weeks later i just watched both of those again and i've seen those a thousand times um i just saw friday the 13th again nightmare on elm street like it's all it's october so it's like horror movie fest um hbo max has done some cool things where i've been finding movies that i hadn't seen like uh cursed man when i was a kid i loved that movie i thought it was so cool i had such a crush when i was younger on um god what's her name the girl she's from ghost uh what's it called from casper uh i don't remember her name and i didn't know what's the other guy was there oh my god i'm spacing on his name but yeah it was a good movie i liked it uh i liked it when i was young watched it and i was like damn i forgot how fucking corny these like early 2000s or 90 late 90s movies were but man it was cool to watch so um that's what put me in this direction i'm like you know i'm finally gonna do this podcast so yeah, I'm going to take off, go watch Candyman, the one that just came out, and then I will tell you guys what I think. I'm hoping I'm going to like it. Uh, like I said, uh, was told by friends that I would like it, so I'm pretty excited, hoping that it's going to kick ass. And with today's modern day CGI and all that, um, I do like the direction that some of these horror movies are going with. A little bit more bloody and gory, I guess that's the same thing, but a little bit more realistic looking um i do love like old school animatronics and old school effects like nothing beats that um but i am super stoked to see how they make Candyman look and the violence he does they can definitely do more uh in today's world with like the bees i'm just super excited to watch this movie and i can't wait to talk to you guys about it and tell you what i think and maybe even criticize it a bit. I have no problem with ripping into movies if I don't like them. That has never been a problem for me. And I'll give you guys my god honest opinion. And I'm going to take off and go watch it. I'm rambling now. But I think it's just because I'm so excited that I'm finally doing this. I've discussed this with uh, somebody I know. And I thought this was a good idea to do a podcast about horror. And bring people who haven't seen all these horror movies that I love. And so I'm super excited and I keep rambling. I keep repeating myself, but I'm going to take off now, right now. I'm going to go watch it. I promise I'm leaving. I will be right back to let you guys know what I think. I gotta say, I loved that movie. I honestly did not think I was gonna like it that much, only because, like I said earlier, I wasn't a fan of the originals. The first one was okay, definitely a good horror movie to watch, just to be like, oh, I've seen that, it's in my, I don't know, arsenal of horror movies that I've seen. And uh, the second one, seen it once, not memorable. But this one was really good. I really liked it. Lots of gore, lots of killing. Um, really good storyline that mirrors today's political, I guess, environment or what's a better word? Climate, like political climate that we're in today. It just morphed it into a better story. You know, the more they redo these movies and make them more current. I feel sometimes it can do good. Um, a lot of times I don't like when they butcher the originals, you know, like when they take a movie like this and they disregard all the other movies and they're just like, here's a new one, enjoy it. And it's like, no, like you guys aren't like showing props or respect to the originals. Like 
you're just trying to get your buck and be on your way. And I love when movies, like, sometimes will show cameos or something. You know, a little bit. But this movie did a lot. At first, I was like, oh, just to warn you guys, there's going to be spoilers. If you haven't seen it, stop now. Um, go watch it yourself or whenever you do. And then come back and listen. But stop right now, okay? I hope you stop. If not, here we go. Um, in the beginning, you know, it's like they rewrote the story. And at first, I'm like, okay, here we go. Another fucking horror movie where they're just going to rewrite the whole story and that's it. Like, they're just going to go with how they want to do it now. And then as the movie progresses, you see that it's post-original movies. Like, it still has the original characters where they talk about the girl. I don't remember her name. I haven't seen the movie in a while. But they talk about her and her story. And at first, they kind of morphed it. And I was like, okay, well, they're kind of just... Again, changing the story to make it fit their movie. And then as the movie progresses even further and he goes and sees his mom, you find out that he's the fucking kid that was taken in the first one and that his mom is, again, the mom from, that was kid who got abducted, I guess is the, what I'm trying to say. But yeah, I was like, and then she tells a story of what the first movie was. And I'm like, holy shit, okay, this is fucking cool. And it was just mind-blowing. Like, I was like, okay, this is getting really good. And again, you know, the their use of blood, oh, spot on. That was so cool. Um, I liked it a lot. I will say, though, one thing I didn't like about the Candyman movies or even, like, The Ring. Was it The Ring? The Ring's the one with the, yeah, The Ring's the one with the TV. Is like the main characters when they do it, like the either in the ring, it was like watching the movie, and then these this one, it was them saying Candyman. Like they don't die right away, right? They get like tormented on the way, which makes a good movie. But then when like Joe Schmo goes and does it, they get killed like right on the scene. It's like well, the fantasy or the the myth is that Candyman like kills you right away when you do it, and that's what happens to all the other characters except for the main ones, when this movie did that it ended up being good because it was like him from the past like in the past Candyman wanted to use him for something and in the end of this movie it's like he's gonna become the next Candyman and that was cool too that he was like there's different versions of Candyman like so the way I picked it up was oh when the girl heard the story of Candyman it was based about that guy who was the painter who painted rich white people. And then when the main character in this was told the story by the guy at the laundromat, I'm sorry, I don't remember names. I, like I'm really bad with names and I just watched this movie. Like I literally just finished it, took a piss and then came here and started recording. So I don't remember all the names. Um, but the laundromat guy told him the story about his candy man, like the guy who they, the cops thought was putting razor blades and candy and, and they killed him. So when he did the Candyman in the mirror, that was the Candyman that came after him. So it was pretty cool to see like that there's different versions of Candyman, but it's just depending on the way the folktale is told to you, like who is Candyman. You know what I'm saying? Like not like the individual person, like the person who actually became Candyman. And it was cool to see that in the end of this, like there's now a new Candyman and it's him, another man that was like killed by the cops just because they thought he was bad when he really wasn't. And it was just really cool. I liked that a lot. Um, 
I also liked how, again, if you're listening now, you're already past spoilers. I'm fucking the whole movie for you. So, but I liked how they brought back Tony Top. I think it's his name. I always forget his name. I said it earlier when I recorded, but the guy who played the original Candyman, how at the very end, he was like, tell everyone. Like, that was fucking cool. I literally, like, like did one big, like, like clap. Like, I was like, hell yeah. That was a good fucking movie. And then, of course, like, through the end of the credits, they show all the different people, like, what what violence they went through. Um, I don't know names again, but, like, the different people that were tormented or tortured and killed to become Candyman or these these figures that we know in history because some of them were true of people that were killed um just because of the color of their skin so I thought that was pretty cool too you know they tied that in there but yeah the I gotta say the scene in the bathroom like even though you don't see a lot which is funny because I had talked about it earlier how I didn't like in the first one that there was a lot of off scene deaths like most of the murders and killings happened off scene and in that bathroom i think all of them happened off off scene or off screen um except like what you see in the mirror when it falls on the floor you just see blood on the floor like of them getting killed and that was so fucking cool i thought i was like this is a cool fucking movie and that was a really cool scene um i know when i was watching it i was like a little, like I said earlier, I don't like when they rewrite the original story, backstory kind of thing. So when, like, they did that, um, I was like, well, what the fuck's with the bees? Like, the, pe- the bees have no, like, part in the story now. They're just there. Like, why, like it's just annoying now. And then, like I said, and then towards the end, you find out that it's just there's different versions of Candyman. So the bees are still there because of the... I guess the first movie, like he's still one of the candy men. So there's still going to be the beast there. But yeah, that was cool. Um, I liked, I really liked too, how like some of the, most of the kills. Yeah. Uh, with that candy man too, they, uh, like were in the reflections. Like it wasn't like, uh, this, the first one where he appears or he's making the girl do it or whatever. This is like, Oh, they say the candy man thing in the mirror. Uh, my screen's not too reflective, right? Like, I'm not going to summon him if I say it too many times at the computer. <laughs> Just kidding. But, um, like, they would do that. They would say it in front of the mirror. And then you wouldn't see him unless, like, you were looking in the mirror. Like, you'd only see him in the mirror. I thought that was super cool and, like, such a nice change of pace. And it made it a little bit more creepy because of, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I think, like, the fear of the unknown kind of thing is a big thing. Like, everyone's afraid of... I don't know, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people, you know, like they're afraid of what's under their bed, even though there's nothing there. You know, like if you turn, like the best way I can explain it, you go turn the light off and you run and like your last two steps to your bed are a jump because you're scared that something's going to grab you. And un- and it's like an unrealistic fear that there's something under there. It's just something about us as humans of fear of the unknown and what's not there. Like, I don't know, I might just be getting you guys lost but that's what i liked about this you know like it's creepier to be running from something you only see in the mirror kind of thing but you know it's there and so you're running from something invisible you know i don't know i don't know that's just the way i felt like i thought it was cool like i I picture as i'm explaining i'm picturing the guy in the art gallery like he sees it chasing him or following him in the mirror and he's like booking it to the door and he's trying to get the fuck out of the door like through the door and then, like, it's locked, and then you see Candyman coming up behind him in the reflection from the window, 
And I'm like, that I feel is a little bit more scarier than if you could see him chasing you or like the whole, the, I guess, I still think I'm not going to, I'm not knocking these movies as I bring them up as examples. Um, but like the Michael Myers or the Jason at the slow walk, like, yeah, that's pretty creepy, but man, not seeing them coming at you, but you know, they're coming at you and you can only see them when looking reflection, like that invisible enemy or villain or i guess serial killer coming up on you is so much creepier because you can't actually see how close he is and like how close to death you are like there's still i guess what it is is there's still that hope that you're gonna get away when there is no fucking hope like that guy you're sitting there fighting that door like we've all been there where like i don't know like when you're coming home from work and you're about to shit your pants and you're sitting there that's when it's the hardest to get your fucking key in the door and get it open and like get inside for some reason and that's like this like he sees and that's an invisible again an invisible enemy you shitting your pants is the invisible enemy that you're trying to get away from you know like that's this like Candyman was the invisible enemy trying to chase him and he's still like trying to get out he's like i'm gonna get through this fucking door and he doesn't of course like but that was so cool I think they did a really good job and again like tying it into today's political climate was perfect i know there's gonna be tons of conservatives that are out there that are like that movie was all about black power blah, blah, blah. like dude if you're really like yeah like if you're really reading into the movie that hard where it offends you that they're showing you like violence that is done to these people or they're using the violence that we do to these people as a way to get mad at the movie or discredit the movie or bitch about it it's like okay then you're part of the fucking problem obviously you can't watch this movie and just be like wow that was a good fucking movie like and it open your eyes about what people other people go through like it's what other people go through this violence that happens to people is real um not the whole like saying candy man getting killed but like what creates candy man the scenarios that create candy man are real and that's what this movie is about, I feel, and really touches upon. And I liked it a lot. And I thought it was a good eye-opener of these demons. We create these demons that come back to haunt us and punish us. And I don't know. That's just what I feel about the, the movie and um, its message. I could be wrong. You know, it could just be, I don't know. I'm reading. I could be reading it too much. And I totally don't care. I It's art. Everyone can pull from it what they want but the main thing i was trying to say is just like there's people out there that are going to rip into the movie saying it's like it's supposed to make white people feel bad well it's more than that it's supposed to be a way for you to see that we're creating these demons that we're gonna have to live with by letting violence and pain onto other people that don't deserve it that are just getting destroyed like their whole lives I don't know. I'm rambling. I'm getting political now. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to make this about that, but it's just my take from the movie. Um, man, I can't wait for this podcast to grow to the point where I can have other people here so I can get someone else's opinion. You know, this first episode is going to be really dry and rough because it's just me by myself. And um, I'm pretty sure this will be the last podcast episode where I do this by myself. If not, so be it. Um, hopefully things get better. Um I'm planning on bringing more people in. I have tons of friends that love horror. Um, the one that told me to watch this movie, I wish she could like be on here. I should have called her or something or got her perspective. 
um, after, but it's late, and I just wanted to do this while it's all fresh. But yeah, I like that movie again. Uh, a lot, actually, not again. But I'm thinking I might rewatch it tomorrow, just because I liked it so much, and I really want to see if I missed anything else. Um, won't talk about it again, unless, like, I bring somebody else on, and I'm like, Dude, did you see the other candy memory just came out? Like, it's the only way I could see it. I don't want to keep going back like make multiple maybe i'll make another episode where i bring someone else who hasn't seen it further down the line but we'll see um like the movie a lot recommend it um don't really recommend the originals but if you watch at least the first one it'll make this one better that's that's probably what i would i would watch Candyman the first one that was in 1992 i think i think it was 92 watch that one and then watch this one. I wouldn't even bother with the second. You know, like, I saw the second one, and I don't remember it at all. And I don't feel that the this one um, touched on it as much as it did the first one. But I could be wrong. You know, maybe, fuck it, maybe I'll go watch the second one tomorrow instead, or further down the line and see if it did. Because maybe I'll be like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Should be cool. I'll probably still watch it, yeah. <laughs> just rambling about it now <laughs> i would um actually think it would be pretty cool if they made some sort of sequel to this too like it definitely be a money grab but most of these movies are money grabs like why would they recreate it i mean i guess they could they recreated it just because it works better with today's political climate i guess but it's still a money grab you know like these movies are money grabs so making a second one would definitely be a money grab but i would be down I have a new love for this franchise if it continues, I think. I would be super stoked to see another one. Um, maybe the girl, I don't know, does what Candyman told her and just tells everyone and then it keeps going or because he's a famous artist, he gets famous and like I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to seeing like he be the new Candyman, you know, like people talk about him because of his art. You know, like, because he was, like, a famous artist, quote-unquote. And, um, like, they're like, oh, did you hear about this artist who, like, made this art? What was it called? Say My Name and blah, blah, blah. It would be cool to see. You know, I'd, I'd be down. I would go and see the second one versus the original Candyman. Like, I saw it and I was like, meh. And then the second one, I was like, uh, I guess I'll watch it. It's on AMC for Halloween or October or whatever the hell they, you know, they do their October halloween horror stuff watched the second one on tv mind you and uh never revisited it revisited it because i did not like it <laughs> yeah the, yeah second one of these ones would be sick like yeah that'd be so cool yeah i loved it go watch it maybe talk shit i don't know i loved it a lot i'm gonna try to make my wife watch it if she hasn't seen the original, I'll probably make her watch it and then watch this new one. But it's definitely worth adding to your October movie binging that everybody does. You know, all of us freaks out there that love watching all the horror movies all October. And then we're so hooked that we end up doing it all the way up until July. And then we're like, God damn, I'm still on a horror movie binge. But yeah, it's going to be great. Um, hopefully next episode will be the Halloween episode where I get my wife on here and we discuss the franchise and her opinions and she can tell you the stories about how she was tormented by Michael Myers as a young girl 
and then we watched the new one. Um, it'll be so, there's some good stories. I, I was gonna talk, start talking about it, but I think we'll save that for next episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. Just like I said many times before, because I repeat myself, bear with me. This podcast will get better. I promise things are going to be getting a lot better. I'm going to be having a lot of friends and guests on here. It's going to be really enjoyable. If you like horror, sci-fi, thrillers, gore, we're going to try to touch it all um, every now and then. We'll try to keep it along those genres, but I know there's some people, like sometimes we'll be rambling, and I know, well, like earlier I brought up Dune. That's not really in the genre we're trying to attack i guess is the word to say but uh i love that movie too that was good okay before i keep getting into those things i'm gonna take off now um you guys go watch Candyman, enjoy and don't say his name in the mirror you guys are warned